Hello and welcome to your weekly diary episode. Now, I know you're used to these coming to you from beautiful Byron Bay, but I've just moved to LA, so these episodes will now be coming to you from the land of dreams. I'll be sharing all things LA life, places I go, people I meet, and things I do, all in a bid to inspire you to have the courage to chase your own dreams. Big love from LA, the city of angels. Aloha and welcome to your Friday LA Diary episode. We have a lot to cover today. Newbies, the Friday app is like a diary check-in. I just tell you about things going on in the land of dreams, Los Angeles. And the Monday episode is an interview app last Monday or this Monday, should I say. The Monday Just Gone is the incredible photographer Darren Teast. Really interesting chat, really awesome Aussie who's been living here for yonks and living the dream, to be honest. Really, really cool. Really, um, he's a Leo, so no kind of filter, which I love. And then the episode coming out, Your Monday to Come, because it's the Bosco and Mai's birthday next week, we traditionally with Fearlessly Failing, we bring out a birthday episode. So on... Monday, the boss will interview me for the first half and then I interview him for the second half. Yeah, so it's like an interview swap. Uh, So we did like, we kind of did it over Zoom, but we recorded it with really great gear. So it should sound super lovely and crisp. And um, I listened to it back yesterday and we tease each other a little bit. It's very funny. All right, so much to fill you in on. As always, I've got my like props and things I've tried and um, things. I've got a book to review for you this week, which is really exciting and it's brand new and available in Australia. And just little, like so many little updates for you. So I'm going to try and not miss anything. I've got my pen here. As I speak about the things on my list, I'm going to cross them off. I'm going to have a quick swig of Lola coffee. You can hear my little metal straw. Right. Candle reading. So if you listened last week and if you saw on Insta stories, I went to this really hippie candle shop where you pick a candle for something that you feel like you need in your life. Uh, So it can be for like romance, for luck, for money, for buying a new home, for career stuff. Um, So I picked one for success in the arts. I burnt it down. You're not meant to put the candle out at all. You're definitely not meant to blow it out, but you um, can snuff it out. So I've got school tonight and tomorrow, so I'll be snuffing it out when I leave for school. And then you just relight it with a piece of incense because these are really long I don't know what they're called, like they're that cathedral-style candle, like they're in a big long glass jar. They've got a beautiful deity or god on the front and then, yeah, mine says success in the arts. They've been blessed as well. So I went back in with my friend Sam to the shop to get a little reading on my candle and I wrote down all the notes for you so can share. So she was basically, the girl goes like, what was your intention? I was like, I want success in the arts, but in both territories, both in Australia and in America. And at the moment, I kind of feel like I'm really focused on Australia because of the book that's coming out November 1. But I'm also like grounded and here in America and doing acting school. And 
but I haven't got a manager yet. So I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen and what territory I need to be in right now. And so there were a lot of like if, buts and maybes. And she was like, okay, first of all, you know the answer. She said, but you need to believe in your intuition way more. You need to be so much more confident in your gut choices. She's like, you need to trust yourself and your own choices. Um, She said, you will be successful in whatever territory you are currently in. So that's really cool. So that made me think that I can have both territories. I know a lot of Aussies come over here and don't necessarily keep stuff going in Australia and I really I really want to keep that, you know. Um, so that was really cool. So I have basically there was a little bit of wax sediment still down the bottom of my candle. So I got another success in the arts. I've got it burning right now, put my intention on it and I'll take that in to get a reading maybe on my birthday next week if it's finished burning by then. So yes, success in the arts. I'm onto my candle number two. I've been, I also bought these, um, little oils um, from them. So I've been wearing the Phoenix oil and then I've saved enchantment for when the book comes out. So there you go. Book. Uh, Book is coming out November 1st. The pre-order link is already available. I'll make sure it's in my Insta bio and everything by the time this pod comes out. And it's really exciting but also really scary too. So, you know, I share everything with you here, but I've had four flights booked home and cancelled. Not cancelled, they um, they either cancelled, well, bumped or cancelled. So I, when I came here, I bought a return ticket to fly back on the 22nd of August via American Airlines. Anyone that's following the international borders stuff will know that um, American Airlines have pulled all of their planes out of Australia. So American Airlines is now not flying to Australia. So I've just lost that flight and left with a credit basically. Uh, And then I had a second flight booked with Alaskan Air. That was uh, for September 28. So that's coming up. And that was cancelled because it was uh, like an affiliate flight with American Airlines. So that went And then I have had a couple of United flights. So United Airlines are still currently flying to Australia, but the caps are insane. So for anyone following along, Australia just keeps slashing their caps in half all the time. So I think as it stands, 750 people a week are allowed to enter Australia. Or New- I focus quite heavily on New South Wales because that's the port that you have to enter when you come in from America. That's kind of like the only option. So, yeah, it's been really scary because my flight, we check it every day and it's confirmed, but they're bumping people less than a week before their flight. So the Virgo brain in me is like, oh, my goodness, am I on this flight or do we need to be finding a new one? Uh, And then I got an email overnight from my amazing um travel associate or travel executive, I'm not sure what the right word is, and she was like, if you get bumped and there's like a super high chance of it, how are we going to get you back in before Christmas? And I was like, oh, this is scary. So it's like really scary. I'm currently on a flight home for the end of September. Uh, I, oh, I don't know if you know this, but so there's quarantine in Australia. I'm sure everyone knows this. Hang on, I'm just going to take my T-shirt off. I'm sweating bollocks. One sec. Whew. my house has a fan, but 
I just don't want to F up the sound. So, Dory, I'm not sitting here in the nut. I'm sitting here with my active wear on. And I had one of my brand new vintage T-shirts on. I just didn't want to ruin it before I even wear it out, you know. Uh, So quarantine in Australia, as you know, it's like mandatory two-week hotel quarantine that comes out of your own pocket and it's $3,000. Anyway, um, I was given a few contacts to potentially uh, upgrade that for a balcony and I thought, oh, I bought it. I went to Target. I bought a skipping rope. I was like, great, if I can just have a little bit of fresh air, I think I can get through this. And I got given... I've had three different quotes and to literally just upgrade to a room with a balcony is $8,200. And I was like, what? So for me to get home is over $20,000 and get out of quarantine, which is so mental. So obviously I won't be going down that path. I'll just take whatever government mandated room I get given. I'm very anxious about it, mainly about the air. I couldn't give an F about being in a small space for two weeks, too much. Like boss is already like, we're going to do a Kmart order. As soon as you check in, we're going to get you fairy lights. We're going to order your favourite like juices and smoothies from Sydney. So I, I think my plan is no booze. So you're only allowed, I think, three beers a day or a bottle of wine anyway, which actually sounds like quite a lot when you think about it. But um, I don't want to drink in there because I think it will mess with my mental health. I'm going to go as healthy as I can in there and try and like Yoda my way through it. Um, And so I probably won't eat the hotel food, I don't think, and just order clean, clean food if I can. Uh, I won't have a kitchenette. I won't have a balcony because I'm not paying the exorbitant money to get that. And what else to tell you on that front? And, you, yeah, so a lot of – I'm on a few forums and people say their biggest advice is pack your own cutlery from America. And I was like, why? And they said they only give you plastic forks and knives because people have been um, using the, the cutlery for the wrong things. And I think, like, mental health obviously suffers so greatly when you're in there. So that was a little bit confronting to read as well. Anyway, that's my flight update. Currently have a flight home, currently getting home for the book the book launch and um, obviously it drops November 1 in Australia. So I've got um, a location held for a Byron Bay launch, second week of November, obviously COVID pending. And then I'd love to do something in Sydney again, COVID pending. So I think I've just got to learn to roll with the punches. Speaking of rolling with the punches, the retreat, so people um, follow me on Insta might know that we were running a yoga retreat at Soma. I was doing it with Duncan Parviainen, who's a great um, yogi based in Byron Bay. We're both, I'm half based in Byron Bay. And the call was made uh, was it this week or a few, I can't, I'm losing total track of time, especially with the time zone thing. But like pretty recently the call was made, yeah, this week because it's a Friday episode, yes, uh, to cancel the whole retreat, um, which I really didn't want that to be the outcome. I really, really wanted it to just be postponed uh, and was really looking forward to running it, but it just was coming at such a cost because we had postponed already I think that would have been our third postponal and um, 
it was just coming at quite an admin cost. So the call was made to cancel it. I was like super heartbroken. I still am to the point that um, I really want to watch Nine Perfect Strangers because Zoe Tarrakis is in it and I'm a massive fan of theirs. Uh, but I'm like, oh, I'll be watching it shot at Soma where I'm meant to be running a yoga retreat. It's really hard to watch because it's the most incredible location ever. So that's a real bummer. I really, I really, really wanted to do that retreat so, so much. So, yeah, I'm I'm still really sad about that one. And, I look, I want you to know I did everything in my power to – make that go ahead and like I was really hustling trying to get back up. Like I had like two backup postponement dates but it was just coming at such a cost. So, um, yeah, we had to unfortunately pull the pin on that. Like we had artwork designed, we had full menus designed, everything. Um, So, yeah, that's really, really sad. No yogs retreat. So my sole focus coming back is going to be hang time with the boss of Chengo but also um, book. Like I really want to see it fly and I'd love to be able to tour and travel with it and run free yoga events um, around Australia in a COVID-safe environment. So we'll see how that looks. I mean, here um, all the yoga studios have started to reopen now uh, with vaccine ID. So you have to show your vaccine ID to get in, which I think is kind of cool. Same with Soul Cycle here, which is a famous like cycle spin class. I think that's kind of cool. Um, so I'm interested to see what the climate becomes and is like for yoga spaces. But if not, I'm I'm totally fine to run outdoor events. Again, COVID pending and <laughs> rules and um yeah, all the all the changes. It's hard because it's like a moving beast, so it changes it all the time. So my flight's confirmed today. It may not be tomorrow, but then it might get confirmed. It's all full on. Like I literally have been texting a mate and I'm like, I'm getting whiplash from the all the changes. And I'm sure you guys feel the same, especially if you're in Sydney or Melbourne right now listening to this and you're in lockdown and you're like, okay, do we get out at 70% of one dose or two or are we get, waiting until – X, Y, and Z happens. Like it's really intense and I imagine really confronting and I really, really feel for you. As far as like the climate here in America, it feels pretty hopeful and positive. Uh, drama school is still going ahead in person. When we're not on stage though, we are masked. Uh, you Every time you enter the space, you hand sanitize, your temperature is checked before class. You had to show, I had to show vaccine ID um, what else have I had to do with my with school? They have an air, full-blown air purifier. So I feel quite safe at school, even though we're like a group of people in an enclosed environment, we're all masked. So the, you feel like reasonably safe um, and we don't do, we used to always after class like socialise after across the road and that's been pulled because it's considered not quite as safe as, a, as being in class. So, yeah. Still definitely very much going on here. We're obviously still in summer and coming out the tail end of summer, so it's probably uh, the numbers are still strong. Like I think Delta's sitting at 4,000 a day in California or LA County. I always get confused when I read the numbers. I'm like, is that LA County or is that all of California? Anyway, righto, righto. Flights, 
pan- we've talked all COVID stuff. Flights can't flights currently going ahead. Cross your fingers and toes for me. Uh, and then yoga retreat shattered, not going ahead. Um, all right. Do I want to do food next? Do I want to do acting? Oh, acting school. I've got a great scene. My scene goes up tomorrow. So this morning I've just been like running it. I had a rehearsal yesterday. It's from this TV show called Succession. And if you haven't seen it and you loved like Entourage and Empire and Power and all those kind of like high-powered TV and fast-paced, fast-written TV shows, you would love this. So it's called Succession. It's basically loosely based on the Murdoch family. And I play a character called Jerry. My scene partner's character is called Roman and it's a really full-on scene but she literally berates him and it's so much fun. So I just ran it all this morning to check that I was off book and my lines were fine. I had my dialect lesson yesterday. So probably run it about another 10 times today to make sure I'm like word perfect and then I think it's kind of ready to go up which is really exciting so that'll go up tomorrow and then I think it goes up again the following week and then the week after that I'm meant to be flying so about three weeks yeah about my flight will be meant to be three weeks on Friday I think but I'm not even meant to be flying out of LA so I need to get myself to San Francisco and if my flight gets bumped like or I get booted off the flight, like I'll get stranded in San Francisco. Oh, wow, the it's like comedic. Anyway, so acting school is really fun, pumped to put this scene up. It's high-powered. I feel like it kind of suits the gnarly energy of um, kind of the space that I'm in right now of like, whoa, retreat cancelled, whoa, is your flight going ahead, whoa. Like it all feels like... Um, a bit full on, like a few like business setbacks and whatnot. I, I think it kind of suits the scene. Okay. This week um, I posted Andrea, you know, Andrea, my bestie lives on the Gold Coast. I posted her birthday prezi. It was her birthday this week, but I posted that. And Bosco's I posted as well. So it's very expensive to post from America to Australia, FYI. It's much cheaper to post from Australia to America. Learned that lesson. But they were so helpful at the post office. So um, I'm hoping it gets to Bosco by his birthday. Andrea's just going to be getting a delayed birthday prezi. Uh, apparently also if anyone wants to know, um, it read regular post from Australia to America should take around 10 days and then regular post from America to Australia should take around 10 days too. And it's all trackable and everything like that. I sent Boss a card the other day and I just put, you know how I've been going to that like matcha cafe. Um, Their napkins say, I love you so matcha. And I put one in Boss's card because I thought, oh, how cute. And it got taken out by the Australian border force. And I was like, what? It's a napkin. And Matt's like, some people send drugs that way. And I was like, what in a card? And um, and he said, yeah, because uh, like co- cocaine and stuff is a lot cheaper in America than Australia, so people often send it in a card. And I was like, as if you're not going to get caught out. <laughs> anyway, interesting. So that's probably why it got open. They thought I was being a little bit cheeky, which I was not. Okay, let's talk book review. So I interviewed Emma Isaacs on the pod 
not not this week, last week, and her episode will be coming out Monday after the birthday ep. So September the 20th will be when Emma's ep drops. And we, Emma also lives in LA, so it was a fun little, it was so fun to, yeah, just rock up to a little house and um, record this. And she gave me a signed copy of her brand new book. It's called The New Hustle. I binge read this in two days. Uh, she wrote me a little love note in the front of it too. Freaking love you, Lola, and how good's LA? M kiss kiss. Such a champ. So the cool thing about this book is it's so easy to read. Like you could just pick it up and be like, what lesson do I need today? And I've just done that right now. So page 169, rule number 47, deal with potential objections. Oh, that's cool. When you're writing to influence others, always be thinking about what your audience might be subliminally I can't say that word very well, objected to when reading your pitch. This is an example from Josh. He does a great job with dealing with a lot of possible objections. Possible objection, I don't want to do this because my team is already stretched. Response, we can do it in any way that won't take up any of your time or your team's time. Oh, that's very cool. It's like a pitch. It's giving people solutions. So basically, I don't know why I didn't remember that rule. Basically, there is 77 rules in this book and they're so good. It's like, the power of saying no. It's, um, what's this one? Rule number 71, start with one. Whenever I give speeches or write initiatives we're trying to make happen in our business, people often say, yeah, I tried, but the leaders in our company won't do anything about it. My answer to them is you have to start and lead where you can. That's really cool. There are so many cool things, um, just about like work culture, Oh, this was one of my favorite rules. Number rule 11, make hard decisions faster. Sometimes the hardest thing and the right thing are the same. I love that. Because like, I don't know about you, but like I can oscillate over like, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? And I've just wasted a whole day frigging worrying about something. So yeah, this book is unreal. It's available now. Um, Obviously, if you're in lockdown, I'd be ordering it off Booktopia. It's a great read. It's super inspiring. Uh, I love this rule number 69, drown out the voice of others. Like you got to stay on path. It's just a really easy read. It's a good quick pick me up. It's kind of like um, if you, especially if you like say have your own business or your own dream or something you're working on, it's just a really nice like G up. Really, really cool book. I hope you love it as much as I loved it. The tagline is don't work harder, just work better. So Emma, Love you long time and Emma's app will be coming out on Monday the 20th. So I just wanted to make sure that I did a little book review for you in here. I know I haven't been doing as many book reviews while I've been in LA because I've only got one suitcase with me and if I buy all these books, it's books that weigh out your suitcase super fast. And so I have got a book that I'm going to start, I might start it for you this week and then... I want to get another book to read in quarantine. I want to get a couple of books to read in quarantine and so I can do book book reviews for you from quarantine. Um, but, yeah, I really um, – I love this book and that's why the book reviews have been kind of like – I was going to say bi-weekly but they're less than that. They're like one a month. Um, but when I go back to Byron, I'll be back on the book train because I've already got quite a few authors booked for the podcast. I just dropped one of my props. Bear with me. Okay, book review done. Um, 
I went vintage shopping with my friend Mo. We got so much good stuff. So I checked out the vintage where I live, Los Feliz. Uh, There is uh, loads and loads of vintage shops. I went with Mo after we had some brekkie at all time, probably on Monday or Tuesday, and I lucked out. So I got myself a proper Raiders top with like the paneling on the sleeves. Like it's kind of like a longer sleeve and it's got the stripes. I got myself a Cubs pinstripe, which was really cool. And then I got the one that I was just had on, which is this like, so it says, De Homecoming, Second Ward, W.O. Boston, 1929 to 1983. And then in like uh, velvet little stick-ons, it says Lois. And then it's got that ribbed red neckline and um, sleeves. Really cool. So I thought, oh, that's like a Boston's. T-shirt, turns out, no, I took screen grabs for you because I really rent down the rabbit hole of researching this. So, oh, no, that's, I did some, oh, here it is, here it is. So the WO Boston is actually named after someone, William Oscar Boston, and he founded the first ward coloured school in 1907. The school was the first elementary coloured school in Lake Charles, Louisiana. So this is a Louisiana top. Uh, And then what does it say? Mr. Boston was the principal of the school until 1940. He was later succeeded by Miss Miss Mary Bell Williams, who died in 1943. In 1949, W.O. Boston High School was reconstructed naming honour of William Oscar Boston, R.C., the first principal of the school. The high school's mascot was a panther and the students were proud to acknowledge W.O. Boston High School as home of the fighting panthers. How cool. So there's a little panther in the middle. I forgot to, that was probably integral information for you. That's in the middle of a of the logo. So it's actually a Louisiana high school T-shirt and it's the school is named after... W.O. Boston, William Oscar Boston. Very interesting, really cool. I had no idea um, that that that's what I was buying when I bought it, but there you go. And it feels like I like the home and the Fighting Panthers and it feels like this school's like a bit of an institution, you know. Okay, that was my vintage finds. We then went vintage shopping on Melrose. Melrose has got heaps of vintage shops. And I got this, there's this shop called Wasteland. Pop that on your vintage list if you're ever in LA. And I got this really cool, I'm just opening it for you. Can you hear this? That's me holding the necklace up against the mic. Um, like 90s necklace. And it was only $16 and it's got like little, like it almost looks like jelly beans, but it's just like little smiley faces and little stars. And yeah, it's really, it's really cool. Really cute. Just a fun pop of colour. 16 bucks. I'm um trying now not to kind of like go to ham. Like I've now, I think I've bought. I would have bought seven vintage T-shirts now, so that's enough, um, I feel. Uh, And also I don't have that much space. Like I said, I'm not buying books and stuff because it's going to weigh everything down in my suitcase. So I'm just trying to be like really smart, really savvy. But, yes, wrapped, wrapped, wrapped with my vintage shopping. Oh, uh, 
Okay, I want to ask you this. So it's fall. The season here that we've just moving into now or as of October 1 is called fall, a.k.a. autumn. But in fall in America is Halloween and Thanksgiving, I feel. Yeah, that would still be fall. So basically everything changes. I've got this candle here that I bought that literally, oh, my goodness, smells like pumpkin spice. It's called Orchard Clove, but that is pumpkin spice. That smells like Christmas. And, like, I bought – so I love pumpkin pie. You know this already. So does my friend Jane. So I've bought – I hope she hasn't listened to this, but I've bought a a pumpkin pie candle for her and a pumpkin pie candle for me to take home because – who doesn't love pumpkin pie? But I also was at Target the other day getting costumes for my character for school and I found this like little mini one that will probably only have like three burns in it. It's like tiny. Oh, I can't stop smelling it. And I got that for myself that I will probably burn next week because I've got so many candles on the go right now and I've got my little spiritual one also on the go right now. So... I have started seeing in all the shops all these amazing Halloween-themed things. I picked up a set of Halloween socks for $2.49 with bats all over them and they're bright orange that are amazing. So, yeah, I've been finding all these Halloween things and I guess I wanted to know if you wanted a diary episode for me to kind of like road test some Halloween things. Could be really fun. Obviously, it's going to be treats and like a bit of a um, like – indulgent foods but like Reese's buttercups here are now like white little and and regular color Reese's um pumpkins and Twix is now Twix ghosts and uh Reese's also do like Frankenstein buttercups and so like peanut buttercups but so they're green uh what else did I see Kinder Surprise had like the Kinder Surprise bit was like, yeah, little Prezi is like Halloween themed. Um, I saw Trolls had heaps of stuff. I saw, I'm not much of a lolly person. I'm very much a chocolate person. What else did I see? Kit Kat has got something, some like um, thing, but there's heaps of like pumpkin pie and pumpkin spice themed things. So if you want me to go on a little adventure one day, you just say the word. Uh, it's fun. It's um, so fun. Even just like I look at this stuff, like even when I was at Target buying that candle, they had these, what are those little um, things called mandolins or ma- they're those little like um, like baked cake little things that look like shells almost. I feel like they're French, but they had pumpkin spice ones. Them, they had pumpkin spice cupcakes, mini cupcakes, Halloween. In America, they've got these things here called sugar cookies. We don't have them in Australia, but basically it's like a vanilla-based cookie on the bottom and then it's got like fondant icing on top. But they were all Halloween-themed and different coloured. But, yeah, that's like pumpkin spice is the theme of all the flavours. And apparently Starbucks has this famous pumpkin spice latte that is like everybody who gets it. Like it's like what it's famous for. You can get it hot, you can get it cold. They do like maple scones or Americans call them scones. Um, Yeah, so look, I know this isn't as a nutritionist, that's not very healthy for me talking about all that stuff, but like it's really cool to see how gung-ho Americans get with this stuff. At the moment I've just been like I've got my socks, I've got my – candles. Oh, and I bought from Trader Joe's pumpkin pie body butter. And I was like, that can be a little little treat in quarantine. Um, Get a really nice body butter because a lot of my oils and 
um, creams and stuff that I've got like on the go here, I probably won't take back because I have I get paranoid they're gonna um, break and splurge in my bag. So I'll probably be giving them away. I'd say depending on how much I get through, and also depending on if I get on that flight. Okay, so on on the Halloween treat note, I did find I did try I did fold and I did try one thing, and that was you buy them as single serves. Here's the packet. Still smells good. Um, Reese's peanut butter pumpkin. So I just got a single serve. It's milk chocolate on the outside, then it's peanut butter on the inside, and it's freaking amazing. They're like a dollar at Albertsons. So I did get one of them to try, and boy, oh, boy, it was good. So, yes, we've tried him. Uh, I've tried some cool health things. So I've tried this new, I don't know if it's new, it's just new to me, MCT Collagen Bar Caramel Sea Salt. Uh, it was really clean ingredient rice. So 190 cows, it's pretty much made from almond butter, chicory root, collagen, almond, sunflower lecithin. They've put MCT in there, of course, because that's what the bar is, sea salt, monk fruit. So it's not sweetened with sugar, 0% sugar. 4% carb, it's mainly fiber, and then you've got 10 grams of protein and then obviously the good fats. So that was really cool. The brand is New School, spelled N-U-S-K-O-O-L, and it's, yeah, an MCT collagen bar caramel sea salt flavor. They had cookie dough and stuff that looked really good, but I just thought, oh, I'll just try one in case I don't love it. MTC, MCT, sorry, bars are often a little smaller than a usual protein bar. So that's the only thing that sometimes I feel a bit jibbed and I'm like, oh, it's like half size. I've noticed that quite a lot with the keto stuff. I guess it's because they're trying to keep the calories controlled and around that 200 mark. I tried a Wamba Blueberry Cobbler. Um, you know, I've had this before. It's 20 grams of protein. It's just like a handy one if I'm in a rush and really want to have a snack that's not going to upset me. You know what I mean? I'd not be too sugary, gluten-free. Yeah, 20 grams of protein, one gram of sugar. I'll probably be buying a bunch of these for quarantine. I did notice there is Quest pumpkin pie as well, which I've got to make sure that I try. And again, quarantine. Uh, I spoke about this last week, that delicious cookies and milk brand, I that gluten-free butterscotch blondie. Yes, I folded and got another one and I balanced out and bought a green juice at the same time. Uh, when Mo and I went vintage shopping, we went past, there's this famous company here called Milk Bar. They're everywhere. I think they're big in New York as well. And they we got this gluten-free cookie and it was the fruity marshmallow cookie. Imagine like cereal and marshmallow in a cookie. Really good. Gluten-free as well. I would definitely rate. So the brand is Milk Bar. Oh, yeah, Trader Joe's, I got things to try. I'd seen these on all the Trader Joe's pages. They're almond butter almonds, roasted salted almonds covered in a sweetened almond butter coating. Really good. They got the sweetie sweet to salt ratio down really well. I did eat the whole packet in one go though. But a really yummy almondy treat. Uh, I think I've spoken about this before. I've tried them before. They're the, the brand is Partake. They're a gluten-free, vegan, allergen-free cookie. The So the hard – I don't like the crunchy ones because they're just like too crunchy. I don't ever buy like any, even ginger snaps. I don't buy them crunchy. I like soft-baked cookies I've figured out. So I bought the cookie butter soft-bake Nut-free, egg-free, wheat-free, dairy-free, soy-free, fish-free, shellfish-free, mustard-free, sesame-free and sulfate-free. Um, and they're obviously like 
school lunch free and they're tiny, they're little. I think I might have gone through that whole box in one day though, if I'm honest. Uh, you remember when I went through the uh, mini, is it Moki or Mochi, the little basically it's a Japanese treat with, a, so written here, mini mochi from Trader Joe's. I got the mango flavour. A thin sheet of traditional mochi is wrapped around a bite-sized nugget of deliciously fruity mango sorbet. Very good. They're like a frozen treat. They're like little balls of yumminess. I still think the strawberry flavour is the best though, I would say. Closely followed by green tea and then finished off with mango. So I tried them. I'm just checking all my list of stuff. Oh, also backtrack when Mo and I went to that milk bar place, we also tried their iconic, famous soft serve and the soft serve flavour legit is cereal milk. That's the flavour. And it tastes like you've left milk in sweet cereal. That's like what they're known for. How funny. But yeah, it was awesome. I would definitely rate it. Okay. What else have I tried? Went to a new health cafe. It's called M Cafe. It's on Melrose. It is right near school, actually. And I tried a gluten-free burrito. Really good. I um, it obviously it's gluten-free. It kind of like it's messy, but it was really good. Had black beans in it. Had some avo. Had a lot of raw kale. It felt like probably the healthiest burrito I've definitely had since I've been here. And then I got this spirulina lemonade, which was really nice as well, and a gluten-free oat cookie. American Americans are really good at cookies, like they're known for their oat cookies. Really good. Again, great to see all the GF stuff. I've been to Air One since I spoke to you last because I did a little cheeky thing. So basically it's really hard to park at the Grove, which is like a big shopping mall centre. And it's the one parking that freaks me out because it it sucks your card in. And I'm like, if I lose my credit card, I'm screwed. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do something cheeky. And I parked at Air One or as Americans call it, Air one, and I quickly like ran back to the Grove, picked up Andrea's Prezi, and I can't say what it is in case she hears this, but yep, picked up Andrea's Prezi, which was at the Grove, and then I ran back to Air One and got lunch, and I didn't get in trouble, but I watched someone in front of me get trouble for walking, like parking the car and walking somewhere else. Like that, so in America, they can tow you if you're technically illegally parked, but I pulled it off. So Air One, I got my favourite Mexican salad. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. I got that delicious cookie thing that I loved. And then I tried, do you remember, was it last time or was it a few times ago, I tried that probiotic ice cream. I could have sworn I saw a photo of it today. I took a photo for you guys. Here it is. So the, um, what's the brand? The Coconut Colts, sorry, I've filmed it as a boomer, non-dairy, unrefined, flying almond buttercup probiotic coconut gelati, 16 strains and 5 billion, I'm going to say bacteria, like friendly bacteria. Really good. I would say the cookie dough one was the better of the two though. And, of course, um, they have pumpkin pie there, which I did get and will happily get again if you want me to do a Halloween review or a fall food review. Okay, or a Thanksgiving review. That's, I think, what pumpkin pie is for. I also got boss heaps of stuff. I'm scared that Australian Border Force is going to take it away and, like, not send it. But I got boss all these, like, sachets of different things. So I got him a brand called Om Mushroom Hot Chocolate Blend. 
sorry, I'm trying to read it and my phone's flicking around, which uh, indulgent hot chocolate blend with lion's mane, reishi, chaga, turkey tail and ashwagandha. Then I got him a matcha with lion's mane. Then I got him a calm, sleeping, rejuvenating reishi elixir. And then I got him matcha brain buzz with adaptogens. What's it got in it? Lion's mane, ginkgo below, no, ginkgo, cola, and rhodiola. So I got him heaps of like, so he can buy sachets for like $2. And so I got him heaps of different sachets and put them in a little Prezi pack as part of his like, so I've, for Matt's present, like I've got heaps of different Americana things and then just wrapped them up, like kitsch things, funny things. And then his real Prezi is written in the card, which I will get for him as a team when we're back in Australia and we've put aside October the 16th, which is exactly a month after his birthday and I will be a few days out of hotel quarantine by then um, to get him his present, obviously provided things are open. Okay, cool. That is done. I'm making sure I don't want to miss any thing that was on this little list. I've got, I've just seen that. Halloween socks, but it's all good. I spoke about them. I take heaps of photos for you, so I'm just trying to make sure that I don't miss anything at all. Oh, yeah, I've taken so many photos of like Halloween things because I'm like, we, I should do a Halloween haul. And, oh, how have I not said this? All time. So all time, as you know, I generally always get the – so that's my local – outdoor restaurant. I just realized this has already gone for 40 minutes. I, I Every time I do this, I'm like, this will be a 20-minute diary. And then I like go triple freaking – I always go double time. Anyway, All Time is a cafe right near me that I always meet my drama friends at and we always get like coffees and brunch basically. And so I usually get the same thing, which is um, one of the salads. They've got so many great salads and I rotate around the salads. I initially went through a real burrito phase at the start there and then I realized that it wasn't gluten-free it's delicious probably the best burrito I've had since I've been here um but yeah it's not gf and so my body doesn't love that so I've been like looking at trying all the different things on the menu but usually the salads but we went for brekkie and this was so good so it's their crispy rice so they have this like brown crispy rice underneath and then you get two fried eggs on top it's got broccoli through it it's got bok choy through it and then it's got this almost like apple cider vinaigrette that you put on top of it and then bacon and avo, really good, really yum, 10 out of 10. Absolutely, absolutely loved it. And then with Mo, I went and we got the gluten-free granola, which was really yummy and like heaps of fresh fruit, fresh berries on top, bit of honey, bit of yogurt, really, really nice, really, really nice. Uh, I've just got, got my photos of that now. I found the the photos of the probiotic ice cream. I don't know if I've spoken to you since I went. I did tell you that I went all time another time with my mate Sam and got the Gooders salad with salmon and avocado. Really good. I'd get that again in a heartbeat. I think I am up to date with all the food stuff for you. Let me just check. I don't want to miss anything. Okay, perf. Done, done, done. So that is your week 16 check-in. 
Um, I'm hoping by next time I do a check-in with you, I'm going to know if I'm flying or not. Like it's just been really stressful for my brain that just lacks a plan. Like even when I found out that the hotel quarantine was too expensive and that I wouldn't be doing the upgrade version, I'd just be doing the standard one, my brain just clicked into that and Matt's like, let's get you an air purifier, let's do a Kmart order as soon as you get in. I was like, okay, I can, now that I know that that's the reality for me, I'm like, boom, my brain is fine with that. What my brain is struggling with is like, am I flying? Am I not? Am I going to San Francisco? Am I coming out of LA? Like that stuff really, um, I find that really, really tricky. And yes, I'm hoping by next week, I'll have some answers for you because I really want to tour this book COVID like with COVID measures in place, of course. I really, really, really want to tour the book. I want to teach. I've already said like um, there's a really cool studio in Byron Bay that I might guest teach at just to do a little like a little launch event for anyone in Byron and then of course SIDS and then of course if things are open in Melbs, I'd love to do that as well. Um that's my week, my friends. That's where we're at. That's LA life. Uh, I will hopefully have so much news for you next week. Wish me luck. I'm a bit nervous to put my scene up tomorrow. And if you're in lockdown, like I know of a lot of Australia is sending you mega love, <laughs> sucks. And, and it, like even seeing all this stuff on the news and oh, far out, like I just really, it just feels a bit yuck right now and it's totally okay for it to feel yuck for everyone. So big love and, yeah, I hope this was a nice little uh, diary check-in and I hope you love the Monday ep with the boss of Chengo and I. It was a lot of fun to record and, um, yeah, we (laughs) we tease each other a little bit and, yeah, it was heaps of fun. I hope you love it as much as we enjoyed doing it. Big love. Boy!